Hey everyone, how are you doing today? I'm Anna Donahue. Thank you so much for joining us once again on Solutions with Anna Donahue. I got another powerful two-week series for you. I just completed it with a whole group of young girls, and I believe you're going to love this. This is entitled Nine Wisdom. You love that word? Nine Wisdom Pillars to Build Your Life Upon. These are fabulous. We're going to be out of the book of Proverbs. Let's jump right in. This is nine wisdom, wisdom pillars. You know, it makes me think of that Proverbs 31 lady. And back in the day, we used to not, we used to all make our jokes like, yeah, Proverbs 31 lady, she didn't do anything. You know, who wouldn't if they had maids and handmaids? Totally missing the point of what the Proverbs 31 woman was. She was a woman of wisdom. She used the wisdom of God, and she was a woman of great discipline, and she was able to get a lot done in her life. So anyway, nine wisdom pillars. You'll see the scripture in the book of Proverbs, chapter 9, verses 1 through 6. Wisdom, wisdom has built her house. She's hewn out her seven pillars. She slaughtered her meat, mixed her wine. She's furnished her table, verse 3. She sent out her maidens. Cries, she cries from the highest places of the city. Watch what she cries. Hey, if you're simple, you need wisdom, turn in here, meaning the ways of God. She says, as for him who lacks understanding, she says, come, eat of my bread, drink of the wine I have mixed. Now watch what she says. Wisdom talking. Forsake foolishness and live. Go in the way of understanding. What this really is, Solomon's trying to show us here is, Choose wisdom. It's almost like, remember in Deuteronomy when it says choose life or death and the answer is choose life? This is what wisdom's crying out from the street. If you read the commentaries, in fact, she has hewn out her seven pillars. I used to get hung up on the seven, oh no, oh no. Commentaries say don't even worry about that. The seven pillars are showing architecturally that it's solid, that it's a strong structure, that wisdom is solid, strong. Build your life on the wisdom of God. That's what that means. So I'm going to go into actually nine pillars, parts one, part two of these shows, to show you what I felt were strong pillars that we build our lives upon. Amen. Very important. Choose how you build. Again, Deuteronomy, life or death. Choose life. You'll see Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, he'll say a court, uh, verses 10 and 11, according to the grace, special endowment for my task that was bestowed upon me like a skillful architect and a master builder, I lay the foundation and now another man is building upon it. Let each man be careful how he builds. This is powerful wisdom. Be careful how you build. What you're building upon is what you're going to be living. Nine pillars. Number one pillar I wrote was a pillar called grace. Wisdom has built her house. Build your house on a pillar called grace. What is grace? Ephesians 2.8, you've been saved by grace through faith, not of your own works, lest anyone, but you are filled with the grace of God. Paul said this, your grace has found me just as I am. Grace is God coming to us. Grace enables you to do what truth is requiring of you. 
I get funny about when, when, when someone wants to uh, treat grace uh, sloppily. It's anything but sloppy. Grace to me is powerful. Grace to me is saying, God, I cannot do this, but you can. And his grace comes in like a powerful force. It's uncanny and enables me to, before I know it, I'm doing what I otherwise thought I couldn't. What happened? His grace came in. Wisdom has built her house. A wise thing to do is say, I want the grace of God to help me build. One more thing grace does, I have a reference to the woman of Samaria. Five husbands, you know the drill, you know the story. God says, man, you don't, five husbands, and the one, the one you're living with isn't even your husband. But what did God do? Gives her another chance. Of course, that's what grace will do. The Lord of the second chance, fourth chance, tenth chance. Grace. Grace says, I know what you deserve, but I'm not giving you that. This is powerful stuff. Grace gives us what we don't deserve. How many times have you done something? You think, oh, I blew that. You repent. Grace comes and gives you, gives you what you really didn't deserve, especially after what you did. I think you follow that. Pillar number one, cry out for God's grace. Grace. God, I need grace to live this life. Amen. Pillar number two, wisdom has built her house. What are the pillars that she's building upon? I wrote this one, the fear of the Lord. In fact, Proverbs 1.7 will tell you, you want wisdom? The fear of the Lord is the beginning. Fear of God, you're afraid of God? No way. But you are in awe. You are reverenced. You are, hey, this thing, this, this thing called Christianity is real. Another definition that I always have loved about the fear of God, you don't treat something holy as common. Eh. Man, you're, you're, you're walking on some thin ice there. Fear of God is reverence. You recognize, oh my gosh, he is God. I am not. I remember back in the day studying this. And again, I will, I'll be aging myself and I don't care, but many of you will remember Jim Baker. You will remember what happened to him. And I'll never forget a quote that he did while in prison when he was being interviewed. He said, you know what? I never stopped loving Jesus. Watch. I just didn't fear him. And if you know his story, you know, they, the, it was just terrible what went down in his life. He loved God, but he didn't have that. He stopped fearing him, reverential in all of God. And it got him in trouble. He was able to probably push aside those things of the Holy Spirit, warning him, warning, warning, warning. I asked the young girls this in the, in the group the other night. I said, does this still move you? Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Does that move you? I'm doing that on purpose. Sing that to your five-year-olds. I'm singing that to my nine-month-old grandson. Does it move you? If it does, if you have to sit and go, man, he loves me. The Bible tells me. You got the fear. You got the awe, oh, the reverence. You're honoring God. That's pillar number two. Pillar number three. Whew, this is a good one. Walking in the spirit. Not by your own brain, but you're walking in the spirit. Looks, look, Job 32.8. There's a spirit in man. 
I love this. And the inspiration of the Almighty gives him understanding. There's a spirit in you when you have Christ. You, you are to go to the spirit of God in you, not your own brain all the time. Now, your brain, you work, it'll work hand in hand, but you go to the spirit of God first. You walk in the spirit. I wrote down here, we're spirit, soul, and body. In the garden, if you remember, that was a tree of knowing good versus evil. Reasoning. Remember Adam and Eve? Oh, this is what I think we should do. No, Adam and Eve, you had a directive. You had the very, very living God with you, and yet you chose to go to your own brain. It didn't work then, Adam and Eve. It ain't going to work now. That's a powerful word right there. It didn't work in the garden. What makes you think it's going to work now? No. A pillar to be wise by, to live by, is walk in the spirit. What a privilege. It will, oh my goodness. Walking in the spirit, yielding to the spirit, will save you. When I say years, I know what I'm talking about. Because sometimes your mistakes, hey, you're forgiven. Man, when your heart's like, I'm so sorry, you're forgiven at that moment. But sometimes the consequences take a long time. Walk in the spirit and you won't have to go through that. Um, I wrote here, oh, let's see, Galatians 5, 16 through 18. Paul said, I say then walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians 6, 8, he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Behold him, get in here with him, lean in. You know, even under your breath, I do this sometimes in meetings or if I'm, I'm kind of perplexed by something and I'm trying to have a conversation I'll, I'll, under my breath, Holy Spirit, what do you think? What do I do? What decision do I make? Right? I'm walking in the spirit. And if I don't have an answer yet, I, I've learned, I will, I'll do this. I zip my lip until I do know. Walking in the spirit, we're talking about wisdom, Wisdom pillars to build your life. Let me give the first three that we just said. Number one was grace. Number two was the fear of the Lord. Number three was walking in the spirit. Number four, the word of God. Build your life. Oh my gosh. On the word of God. Oh, it will anchor you. It is your go-to because it's him, it's God, it's Jesus. Go to the word of God. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture. If you were in my class, I would say, say it after me. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Oh, go to the word of God. Talk about a pillar to build your life. Backing that up, Psalm 119, 130. The entrance of your word gives light. Watch this. It gives understanding to the simple. You have an area and it's just kind of like it's over you, over your head. Go to the word of God on it. That's why, you know what? That's why I love solutions. I have a problem. I have a thought. I have a concern. I've learned to go to the word of God. I look the word up in my content, in, a, in a concordance or something I'm wondering about. Today you can Google on your phone and I find a solution out of the word of God. I anchor myself there 
It is my go-to. I say, nope, the word says this. This is what I'm standing upon. It's a pillar to build your life. I have one more before we close out today's show. And don't forget, we're going to go into part two next week. This one, the girls and I spent the rest of the Bible study on this one. Of course, I won't do that for the show. But you'll know why when I give you pillar number five to build your life upon. The tongue. Communication, your speech, a pillar to build your life upon. Let's look at this. Proverbs 31, 26, she opens her mouth in wisdom and on her tongue, look at me. I'm so sorry. Did everyone, real fast, I'll look at my camera people. Are we still good going? All right. They say thumbs up. Audience, I apologize. My scarf just slid. But look at this. She opens her mouth with wisdom. She opens her mouth, tongue, a pillar to to build your life upon. Watch your tongue. Watch what's coming out of your mouth. Are you opening your mouth with wisdom? And on your tongue, is it the law of kindness? I forget where we were. I might have been with my team or I don't know where. And I was frustrated about something. And every time they had to bring something up to me, I would say, I'm opening my mouth with the law of kindness, just to remind myself, right? Uh, Proverbs 12, 18, the tongue of the wise, wisdom, promotes health. Now, isn't that interesting? The tongue of the wise, you're wise, you're using your speech to promote health. This goes on and on. Death and life are in the power of that tongue, Proverbs 18, 21. Proverbs 16, 23 and 24, the heart of the wise, the wisdom person, teaches his mouth. You got to teach yourself. You got to use self-control. You got to say, Holy Ghost, I can't do it. I just want to just rip off at the mouth. I know, it's your flesh. I do it too. But you got to go from within and say, Help me to bridle my tongue. I won't take time on this show, but the book of James will give you all that. That the tongue is a rudder, it can direct. Right? It can destroy or it can delight. It can bring great blessing. James 1.19, I'm getting ready to close, says this. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man, every man be swift to hear, slow to speech, meaning don't spout off, especially. This is advice when you're having a, a, a discrepancy with someone. This is the advice right here. Be swift to hear. Okay, I hear, I hear your point. I hear what you're saying. I got that. Slow to speech. Give that, I'm giving a word to someone. Give that person, my camera person says it's for me. Give that person time to talk. Don't premeditate your answer without really listening to the person. Swift to hear. I'm out of James 119, but this is a word. Slow to speak. Talking about wisdom with the tongue. Slow to wrath. Do you get that that's almost a formula if you're going through something with someone? If you'll be good enough to hear that person, then you've calmed yourself down to watch what you say back. You know what the result will be? Slow to wrath. You won't be as angry as when you entered into the conversation. Oh, my God. See how the word of God brought a powerful solution to what you're going through with when you're upset at someone. Right there it is. 
Golly, this is powerful. One more verse to close out, a pillar called the tongue. Isaiah 50, verse 4, the Lord has given me the tongue of the learned. God gave it to you. You got to use it. That I will know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. Someone comes up to you and they're, they're just, please give me, I just need, I need something. And God's quickening within you because you've been fellowshipping with God, because you're walking by the Spirit. He gives you a solution, a word of comfort, a word of encouragement, a prophetic word for that person. He awakens me. This is how you'll get it. Morning by morning, he awakens my ear to hear as the learned. See what the, the Proverbs, see what the woman of wisdom does? She gets up. She's pressing in. She spends time with God. She's building her life on these five pillars. I've got nine, four more for next week. I want you to think about those. I'll say them one more time as we close. Number one was grace. Number two, she builds on the fear of the Lord. Number three, she builds on walking in the spirit. Number four, bear with me. She builds on, where's number four? Hold on. I'm, I'm not worried. Where's number four? Yes, I'm worried. Who can help me with number four? Someone shout it. What is it? No. Well, we'll have to look. Okay, now that's going to bother me. Grace, walking in the spirit. Anyone can tell me number four pillar? No. I don't know where I put my notes. Oh, that's so frustrating. Okay, got it. The word of God. I knew I'd get to it. <laughs> she builds her life on the word of God. Number five, she builds it on her speech. What's her tongue doing? Amen. Father, I thank you for our listening audience, our listening by podcast audience. Lord, thank you that you've given us these wisdom pillars with which to build our lives upon. I thank you for it. God, really, even with the tongue, it says, who can control it? No man in his natural. We need you. We need to yield to you, God, and you will help us. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the wisdom of how to build our lives. We love you, God, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, sometimes when you're going on camera and you just, you just got to roll with it, and just like with the scarf and not getting my notes right away, but it's all good, right? Because we're still getting the shows done. I hope you see that. I hope you love it. I hope this has blessed you. Hey, where are you watching from? We've heard from people from all around the country, and I love that. I also, oh, no, Pakistan, Africa, and um, there was one more that I want to make sure and acknowledge because they've been tuning in. Thank you so much. We want to go around the world, and it looks like that is happening thanks to you. So look, always like us on Facebook. And um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'll never miss a show. If you've missed a show, I've got an entire YouTube channel. You go back. You go back. You sit under the Word of God until it can get it in, right? Amen. And as always, if you'd ever like to help us, we will certainly be blessed by that. And you'd be blessed by giving. You go to anadonaministries.com and click the donate button. And uh, you're a part of us. Anyone I reach, anyone we reach, you reach. We're in this together. Amen. So thank you. And so look, until next time, I will send off for now, but I'll see you next week by his grace on Solutions with Anna Donahue. God bless.